This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. You are listening to On the Daily, the Rotoviz Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast, powered by Rotoviz Radio. Hey everyone, welcome to the Wednesday, November 22nd edition of the On the Daily Podcast, brought to you by Rotoviz Radio. Uh, my name is Matt Lamarca. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Lamarca. And I'm joined tonight by Vince Long, who you can find on Twitter at WakeWorkWake. Vince, how you doing? Man, I'm good. Uh, got to take the night off. No slate on Tuesday. Uh, you know, trying to catch up and finish the Punisher. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. It's it's been great so far. But um, yeah, I mean, it's nice to have a little uh, breath of fresh air. But get right back to it with a massive slate on Wednesday. Yes, we have a massive 14 game slate. We're gonna do things a little bit differently than we normally would. Instead of going game by game. We're going to go pos- Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Position by position uh, and just sort of hit on, you know, sort of some high price guys, uh, mid-tier guys, and value price guys across the board at all five spots. So hopefully we can make this podcast a little briefer. Then if we went 14 games and, you know, this thing would end up being like a two-hour show. So Nobody nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, I also just want to apologize in advance if you hear me uh, hacking away. I'm still getting over an illness here, but I'm trying to suck it up and uh, put a show out for you guys since I have already canceled a couple last week. So uh, let's let's get into this big slate. Let's Let's tackle it. Let's start with the point guard spot. Who do you like up at the top of the price board? Um, well, I mean, I, I think we can start off with just the game of the games on this this slate with OKC and Golden State. Westbrook's got a price tag that I don't think we've seen in I mean, how long do, how long has it been since we saw Westbrook at 10k? Uh, it's been been close to two years. Two years. I actually saw him at nine nine the last time. I think it was Friday. I think he was under 10k. I, I don't think I don't remember the last time I saw that. Um, this, this game is really interesting. Um, because we didn't have a slate, I've already written my GPP article, and I highlighted this game as it, it could be a defensive battle between two teams that are in the you know top seven of defensive efficiency right now, but they're stocked and stacked with star power that could easily make it a shootout just, just as easily. So I think Westbrook at this price point is absolutely in play. Um, the... The value is 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 to be seen yet, but hopefully we get some that it'll be a lot easier to play him. But at that price point, like you can still 
attack the mid range and get him. So I think at the top, like he's the clear cut option, but the mid range is where it gets interesting for me. Yeah, for sure. If I'm going up to the top, I'm paying up for Westbrook. Um, with the obvious exception of if Kevin Durant is not going to play in that game. Yeah, for you sure. Know, if Durant sits, Curry becomes the, the automatic go-to play. He's had yeah. a usage rate of almost 40% without Durant this season. So, uh, he put he up like would... 70 DK points while being in foul trouble and missing basically the whole fourth quarter. Yeah. That's basically all you yeah. need to know. Yeah. It would be, <laughs> it, and, and the strength of the Oklahoma City defense is their wings. So, uh, I I would not be shocked if they threw either Roberson or PG on Curry though. That yeah, wouldn't shock prob- me the slightest. You're probably right. Without especially if Durant's not on the court. I still don't it's still not enough to scare me off Curry. Though. Oh, it's Steph so. Curry. Yeah, no. I mean, with that usage, you don't care about the matchup. All right, let's get into the mid-tier cuz I agree there are definitely some interesting plays here. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. Um I think there's a lot of GPP value here. Um Peyton T got Bledsoe revenge. Um, Dinwiddie is just, I mean, he's playing like a, like an all-star point guard right now for Brooklyn. And even at the price point, I still don't mind. They want him to be aggressive. They're going to let him play. Atkinson really has nobody else to go to right now. So um, I think Dinwiddie is one of my favorites of the group, but there's a lot of upside there too. I mean, on the, on DK in the AK range, you have guys that you can play basically every night. Kyrie's a fan- phenomenal play. I really like Kimba against John Wall, who's not 100% right now. Um, Lowry against New York. Like, you have these guys, but I think if you go down a little, like, 1500 to 2K on DraftKings, you can get relatively similar upside for much cheaper, and that can get you guys like Westbrook or some of the top tier guys we'll p- talk about later. Yeah, I'm with you. I love Dinwiddie. Yeah, I mean, excellent matchup against Cleveland. You know, that game is going to be, forget defense like optional, defense is going to be discouraged in that game. It's going to be terrible. It's, (laughs) yeah, and Dinwiddie has seen a nice usage bump, obviously, playing without D'Angelo Russell. He's playing over 30 minutes a night now. Um, He's like 7,600 on FanDuel. Did you ever think you'd see that? Never in a million years. Spencer Dinwiddie is seven point six on FanDuel. Like you, that, that just blew my mind. You can definitely avoid him over there, but at sixty three hundred on DraftKings, he's Worth gonna be minute. he's gonna be tough not to roster. Yeah, and uh, I'm definitely in on the Eric Bledsoe revenge game. Oh my god, could it not be anything? It's Phoenix number one. Like you, you're you're attacking point guards. It doesn't matter who they are. Right. And like this is like what two weeks removed from the trade. Like oh, this is this is everything right now. Like I'm so excited about this Bledsoe revenge game. It's gonna hurt my feelings. Like you know, I, I'm I'm fully fully ready for him to go one for thirteen with like four assists and six turnovers, but uh, the upside is there, and it's so interesting to me. Definitely. All right, if we're going cheap, who do you like? Ugh, it's a little murky. I mean, Dame's playing. I was gonna say Shabazz, but I, I feel like George Hill has been seeing the minutes. He's getting in thirty minutes a game now for the past I think two or three. I've seen. Um, he's productive. It's a good matchup. I think if you want to go cheap, I think that's who I'm going to focus my attention towards. Yeah, I like that. That definitely makes some sense. Uh, he's not super cheap anymore, but I still think Mario Chalmers at 5K Absolutely, is, a, yeah. is a real good value. You know, he's going to handle the majority of the point guard minutes with um, Conley sidelined, and, and he's been real good in that role. Dallas has been terrible defensively. They do play at a slow pace, so this will definitely be you know, a slow pace type of game, but they've been so bad defensively, especially against point guards that uh, I think Chalmers is going to be a really good spot here. 
Yeah, I, I have no problem with Chalmers just out of a just pure. He's going to have the ball in his hands since up until he gets like into the 6K range. I feel like I'm comfortable with him there. I think he's going to put up. He's got a floor of like 20 with a ceiling of like 33 to 35. And at that price point, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Right. I agree. All right. Let's move on to the shooting guard position. Um, basically, if we're talking studs at the shooting guard position, we're talking about James Harden. Yeah. So do you think James Harden is a viable option here on this slate? Yeah, absolutely. I love this game between Denver and Houston. It's going to be played with pace. Um, neither team's really that interested in playing defense. Now, the defense that Denver has is basically going to be on Harden. Um, you know, they, they have they're young guys, but they can play defense out there. Gary Harris is, you know, an above average defender in my eyes. So but I don't really care. It's James Harden at home. Um, I think this game should stay competitive. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's I think I like Westbrook given the price more than Harden. So if you're picking one of them, I think I'm going to go that way. But Harden's still an, a phenomenal option. Yeah, I'm a little down on Harden still. I, I know they've brought his price down a bit, obviously. But I do think that his ceiling is obviously capped with with Chris Paul being back in the offense. And he's been super efficient recently. But, you know, you know his usage rate is going to take some sort of a hit. And eventually these numbers are going to start to come back down. But, again, like, it's not like we're paying 12K for him. It's 11-3. And yeah. it should be a good matchup, especially without Millsap now. Denver's going to go back to being, you know, a pretty hard defensive team, I would imagine. So I'm with you. I think that, you know, for tournaments, if you think he's going to be a somewhat contrarian option, which I, I don't think necessarily is the case, but uh, as far as like ceiling goes, he's going to have, you know, one of the highest night in and night out. I think there are just better guys that I'm looking, you know, in better spots on this slate that I'm looking yeah, to Yeah, to, to put it simply, I'm playing Giannis, LeBron, and Westbrook over him. Yes, okay. Agree, I agree 100% with yeah. that. Yeah, I just think, I mean, but obviously, like, I think that's going to be, given the matchups, Giannis with, with Brooklyn, uh, or Sonic, sorry, right. LeBron with Brooklyn, Giannis with Phoenix, and then Westbrook in the game of the night. I, I you know, I think Harden could be. Yeah, you're right. He could be an overlooked low. option. That's something sure. you got to think about, you know. Yep. All right, what about in the mid-tier? Mid-tier, I think, is actually where I'm going to attack here at shooting guard. I mean, the list is long, but I think I'm going to focus on Middleton, and I really, really like Will Barton because Millsap's out. Even with Chandler back, I think uh, Barton stays in that that uh, that lineup, if not sees just you know incredible minutes off the bench because I feel like they're going to play a lot of Chandler at the four in this game, which we'll talk about later. Yep. And, uh, you know, Barton's going to be on the court. He's been incredible lately. Uh, and yeah, I mean, at his price point, I think Fandle's a little bit steeper than it is, but DraftKings, it hasn't budged. Um, I think he's just a solid play. He's a cash game lock for me, um, GPP upside. But Middleton, in the midst of Giannis against Phoenix and the revenge of Bledsoe, Middleton's going to go like 5% owned and has just as much upside as anybody else involved in this game. Yeah, I like that call. Uh, I'm not as crazy about Middleton. I think his ceiling is definitely a little bit more capped now that they're you know, running more of the offense through Bledsoe and Giannis. Um, but he definitely still has upside. I love the Will Barton call. I think that's really sneaky. I don't think a lot of people are going to see, you know, Paul Millsap being out and think, you know, Will Barton benefits, but that could totally be the case. And you're right. He's been awesome this year, given yeah. uh, the minutes. So I like he's that call such a, a lot. He's such a good basketball player. Like, I, I just I, I love his role in Denver. Don't get me wrong, but like I want to see him be like a featured piece of some team, not like 
a superstar caliber type guy, but like a really featured piece on a team. Like I, I think Will Barton could be that. Yeah, I, I think that he definitely could do more than what he's being asked. Um, you know, Denver's like one of the deepest teams in the league, so they have so yeah. many options on any given night. But Especially yeah, in the backcourt, too. He'd be like the Knicks' second best player for sure. <laughs> I mean, him and Tim Hardaway, that, that, would be, uh, that would be a combo right there. That would be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I want to throw one more name in, another Memphis Grizzly, uh, Tyreek Evans. Yeah. Leading the team in usage with Conley off the court this season. Still relatively affordable at 7,200. And we mentioned Dallas. I want to say their second worst team in defensive efficiency this year. Only I think it's Cleveland's. Cleveland. It's, I think it's Cleveland, Sacramento, and Phoenix. But I think Denver, uh, Dallas is up there. Okay. I'm almost positive. Dallas is fourth. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. So and defensive efficiency, they're only what uh, uh, one behind Phoenix, so it's not like it's that much separation. Here, right. So. Yeah. So they're all they're all congested at the bottom of the league. Yeah. Um, he's averaging like just over 42 DraftKings points per 36 minutes without Conley this season. So he probably won't play 36 minutes. It'll be closer to like 30 or 32, but he can easily give you you know close to 40. DK points, I think, in this matchup. So absolutely, I like Tyree quite a bit. Yeah. All right, let's move down to the cheaper options. Man, I <laughs> I don't have much interest in the the shooting guard value unless you got somebody to throw at me. Well, let's talk Alan Crab because I you think talk it's Alan officially Crabbe? Alan Crab time. Your boy. It's actually a really good call, and I like it. I think I have Crab. Yeah, I've got Crab listed under small forward, so I overlooked him. Go nuts, dude. Let's so, hear. It. Five straight games now he's played at least 30 minutes. Love it. Largest usage bump on the team with uh, D'Angelo Russell off the court this season. And incredible matchup against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, you can't get a better matchup. Can't get a better matchup. He's still super cheap at 4600 on DraftKings. Like, I, I, this is my favorite game of the night by far. I, I'm sure that a lot of people will be attacking this game. I don't think that's like a contrarian take by any stretch, but I'm going to definitely want to go with like some LeBron and then run it back with some of the cheaper options on the Brooklyn side of the ball. I think that's going to be a popular strategy, but I just think that there's so much fantasy potential in this matchup. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, we saw it last time. I mean, the exact same thing happened. Exactly what you're saying you want to do. It worked last time. Um, Do you worry about this game just being a 40 point game at half? Nope. Not bottom, at all. Bottom line is, I don't think Cleveland plays enough defense to blow anybody out. I really don't. I mean, they just smoked a team. Like, just, just smoked Detroit. Like, the last game they played, they just stomped their ass. It, I mean, listen, blowouts are always going to be in play, especially with a team like Brooklyn. But I don't, I shouldn't say Cleveland can't do it. Like, obviously, yeah, there's a chance can. that it happens. Like, they've been in the finals for, like, three or four years straight. Right. <laughs> I just say, okay, this is this is the way I'm looking at it. Because I agree with you. And I think you're, what you're saying about it being popular is true. So, looking for tournament strategy, if I had – if I you had to put a bet of your life savings on whether or not Milwaukee-Phoenix would stay closer or Brooklyn-Cleveland would stay closer, which one would you pick? Because I think both games are very similar in what we have going for us from a fantasy perspective. And I think that the Brooklyn-Cleveland game is going to be much more owned than the Milwaukee-Phoenix game. Yeah, it's definitely possible. So Milwaukee is only a five-point favorite on the road. And Cleveland is an 11-point favorite at home. Yeah. 
So Cleveland, definitely a much larger chance that they blow out Brooklyn. Um, I might be over overstating how bad, you know, their defense is. You know, they've definitely no, been you're bad not, to no, start the season. You're not, but You're not overstating anything, actually. They are that bad, but it is Brooklyn. Yeah, it's, you know that's the only <laughs> that's the only devil's advocate right now is that it is Brooklyn. So, yeah, I don't. I mean, Portland has just. I'm sorry, Phoenix has left such a bad taste in my mouth this year. It feels like every time I play one of their guys, it, the game ends up being a blowout. Yeah, I I've done relatively well with Phoenix, though Devin Booker has been difficult for me to project recently i don't know every time i play devin booker he puts up 31 and every time i don't play him he puts up 55 <laughs> so uh, but I, uh tj warren's been pretty good so i'll just yeah warren, warren's been good yeah all right yeah so maybe that's the move maybe for maybe for cash games this is a game you want to target but for gpps you want to be a little underweight on yeah and then just play no the blowout angle definitely don't completely fade it you know, because I mean, this is a game that is going to have options. We're going to talk about one later that I absolutely love, but we've already talked about Dinwiddie. Like, I don't care. Like, we just saw Brooklyn almost get smoked and they came back. What? Who was? Who was the last game they played? I'm sorry. Brooklyn just played the Warriors. Yeah, and they came back in that game. That's yes. the game that Curry got foul trouble in. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, it, it's possible, but you know, I just, I just like to throw that kind of stuff out there, just to. No, it's definitely good to think about. Little tournament strategy. Um, one more name I want to throw out. This guy's been real good recently. Uh, Chris Dunn. He's shooting oh, guard eligible on both sites. He's not playing a tremendous amount of minutes. You know, he like, started or he's gonna start. We're recording this before the game starts, but he's starting tonight uh, against the Lakers. Okay, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of him. I mean, he's put up a usage rate of 29 percent at least in each of his last two games. You know, Chicago is begging for somebody to you know, sort of be the guy while Zach Levine is on the sidelines. And I think Chris Dunn is more qualified than anybody to sort of be that, that dude in the interim. So my uh, favorite part about this guy's game is that you don't need him to put up 20 real points because he does so much other stuff, right? That his floor is incredibly high for a guy at his price point. And he does have a tough on paper matchup against the jazz, but the jazz have been, a shell of themselves defensively yeah. since Rudy it's, Gobert has gone down. Yeah, it's not the same matchup in any way, shape, or form. They're starting Mitchell now. Um, yeah, that matchup. I mean, fa- favors down low is zero room pre- pre- uh, protection. So I'm not really – so. the only thing I worry about with Utah is pace. So right. the matchup isn't what I'm worried about. So, yeah, I think Dunn, he's 5,400 on DraftKings. I think he's a fine value play. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's move on to small forward. Small forward is absolutely loaded at the top tonight. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, Giannis versus LeBron is, I mean, obviously got one. Ben Simmons at, on DraftKings there too, but Ben Simmons, is he power forward on FanDuel or do they move him back? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I, I um, in the Giannis versus LeBron, I think we already discussed this. Cash game LeBron, GPP Giannis, if not Middleton or Bledsoe. Um, I think it's just as easy as that for me. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely Team LeBron over Team Giannis. It'll be interesting to see how the ownership shakes out between the two. You know, for me, Giannis, he does not have the same ceiling with Bledsoe oh, on the team. He absolutely does. I disagree. His usage is down almost 5% with Bledsoe on the court. Well, here's my... I Okay, I will give you that one. I'll, I'll let you have that point. But the, the Bucks are basically missing their entire front court right now. 
like they have nobody. So I think Giannis is going to play some point center at a lot uh, during a lot of this game. So yeah. that, that make things more interesting. He just pulled on a career high 17 rebounds like two games ago. Right. I so do, I feel like like the upside's there. I, I'm not saying that Giannis has no upside. That's that was not what I meant to say. I just think the days of him commanding a usage rate of like closer to 40 percent are are gone. Yeah. So I, I I I can I can get on board with that. He definitely though is is still a strong option. I mean, he's yeah. going up against a weak Phoenix team. Um, but I'm just saying I prefer LeBron in this spot because I know with LeBron, like the minutes are locked in, the the usage is locked in, and he's just he's been doing it for so long. Like there's really no more comfortable a feeling in DFS than locking LeBron into your team. I've been playing a lot of LeBron lately. I've been writing about LeBron a lot lately. It's just he's that team right now. I mean, I and it's Brooklyn, you know. I mean, it's 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 the perfect spot for him. So, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop beating the Giannis drum and just get on LeBron with you. So, you're right. you're throwing out the Jordan flu game here right now, so I'm just gonna you know <laughs> try to help you out a little bit. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, let's but go for, down for it here. For, for DraftKings' sake, real quick, yeah. because we won't, have, we won't have to talk about him at power forward since we do it now. Okay. Con- price considered, is Ben Simmons a better play than both of them? You're going to have to talk me into Ben Simmons a little bit. I've I mean, been... I think it's game longs that just does enough talking for me. The guy's got 50 fantasy points, three straight, um, and he's got Portland, who doesn't have anybody on that team that can stop him. So... I mean, I'm just saying price considered, like these, none of these guys are bad or, you know, right. Like, I mean, like this is all, you know, we're picking between a, a Bentley and a Ferrari here, but, um, I mean, 9,500, that's that you're saving 2k there. That is a, a big savings. Like you're, you're like, right. Like, I just up 50. I've kind of missed the boat on Ben Simmons this year. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I haven't played him nearly as much as I should be. I played him twice. Okay, okay, so <laughs> we're kind of in the same boat. I'm not, you know me, man. I'm not on the Philly guys. I don't. I haven't played Embiid yet. I haven't wrote about Embiid yet. I'm just not an Embiid guy. And uh, Simmons kind of falls in that boat, though. I do actually like Simmons quite a bit. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. it's hard not to like his game. Yeah, it's 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 fun to watch, and I I think his defensive upside is something that nobody saw coming. At least sure. I did. He's he's ripping I mean, down steals like at an unprecedented rate. It's insane. And he, yeah, he's awesome. I mean, there's really nothing else to say. He's awesome. The Philadelphia 76ers have been better than I thought they would be. Um, we're going back to the hot take pot at the end of this this year, and we're going to talk about everything that everybody said because I said they were making the playoffs, for the record. All right, that's really not that hot of a take. That, how like, is that not hot of a take? You had, had a guy like that the never fourth, seen the court before. They had the fourth highest over-under in the conference. I, I I don't know because I, we're gonna re- we're gonna rewind the pod. It's fine. Right. We don't need to discuss it Good. now. Um, <laughs> to, but I guess to sum up my my thoughts on Simmons, he's just not LeBron. Like <laughs> I, <laughs> he's LeBron ten years ago. I'm just in love with LeBron in this spot. Like I will have all of LeBron. I have no issues with that. I'm just saying like there are other options for sure. Ben Simmons is a fine play too. Um, but I think LeBron's going for like 70. So like, I'm just, I'm paying up for <laughs> LeBron. I really think he's going for 70 tomorrow. What did he put up in the last match? I'm looking right now. Uh, yeah, he had 70 in the last time he played him. That's hilarious. All right. Anyways, go ahead. Mid, mid tier, small forwards, mid tier, small forwards. Who do you got for me? Um, I mean, 
my guys that I had were, were, were much, much cheaper, but the only mid tier guy that I have listed right now is Jalen Brown, who I coming into the season, I, I thought he was basically just, you know, an extended run receiving role player. But this kid, this kid is legit. He I can love play. him. He, can <laughs> he is so play. good. Like he's, I don't know, man, he's playing on another level right now on a team that needs it. And I just think that at his price point across the industry, I mean, he's almost a, a nightly thing for me. You know, I have no issues with it. The matchup, whatever, you know, I'm not really looking at Miami one way or the other. Um, but Jalen Brown, man, I mean, he can get you 30. He can get you 40. He's got a pretty safe seal or a pretty safe floor. So I like that. This guy, I guess, really might be more of like a higher end play. But uh, Paul George, to me, on FanDuel is always in play. He seems yeah. to be a little underpriced over there. Um, really, nobody in the league is playing more minutes than this guy right now. He's pretty much close to 40 every single night out. And he's just routinely giving you, you know, 40 to 50 fantasy points. So at his current salary, you can't really complain about that. Obviously, this is going to be, you know, a, a high profile matchup against the Warriors. He'll probably be tasked with spending a lot of time on Kevin Durant, um, which should keep him on the floor. So uh, I like Paul George at a you know, he's a huge discount from LeBron and Giannis on FanDuel, almost 4K. On DraftKings, I'm paying the extra difference in price almost every time. But on FanDuel, I think you can make a pretty good argument that, you know, you're not sacrificing a ton to go down nearly 33% in price tag. Yeah, I, I think Paul George is uh, in a great spot in this game. Um, I actually would prefer Durant to be out. Honestly, I mean, just for energy's sake. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's a good matchup regardless. I think this game, this game is either going to win people a lot of money or cost people a lot of money because it could end up, you know, 87, 86, or it could end up 127 to 126. So yeah, if you had to take a stance on it right now, what would you be looking to do? Uh, fade it. Okay, I'm with you. Anytime I think that there's like a big game that people are going to be overweight on, I think it makes sense to take the stance of of being underweight on that game, especially between two teams that have been elite defensively this year. Yeah. So. I mean, they're top, they're both top seven in defensive efficiency. Um, I just, I, you know, I finished writing my GPP article for Wednesday and I actually have a player from this game highlighted, but uh, I said, I mean, this is why it's a GPP play, you know, I mean, plain and simple is because this game could go either way. I mean, this is very similar to what we saw when golden state played Boston. Um, right. Really nobody real defensive from game. Yeah, like nobody in that game really hit value, actually. If you look back at the numbers, nobody really did well fantasy-wise, and it was smart to fade out. And I was, that, that was on a two-game slate, and the next game was Houston-Phoenix when uh, Harden put up like 40 points in the first quarter, right, or they, the first half. 90 in the first. Yeah, yeah, so like, I mean, you know, necessarily not necessarily the fade worked that night, but, you know, on a 14-game on a slate, a fade like that can really, really work because there are some big names involved in the game. Right, absolutely. All right. How about uh, some cheaper options here? Um, just to to hit the button again, because you've already talked about him, so I'm not going to say anything. But Alan Crab, um, he's small forward on Fanduel. I love that play. Um, and if Kevin Durant is out, I will be playing Omri Caspi for sure. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that has always been a value option when he gets the minutes. Um, and nothing has changed in his role on Golden State. Um, I don't like that they're not a huge fan of having him close out halves. I noticed that in their last game, um, but you know, hopefully that'll change in this matchup. But I think at the price point, he has 25, 30 fantasy point upside, and that, I'm perfectly fine with that. 
Yeah, definitely. He'll be the chalk sort of value play option. Um, to, to throw one more Brooklyn guy in the mix, Damari Carroll. Uh, I don't know if you could tell, but I like the Brooklyn guys in this game. Yeah, I've got one at power forward for you, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you can, it, it's, it's two of the four worst defensive teams in the league. You can throw out any name in this game. We could probably make a case for right. them. Right. So. And, and the Brooklyn yeah. guys are all still underpriced. Yeah, they are. Given the injury to, um, D'Angelo Russell. So Definitely. I'm going to have a ton of exposure to them. Carroll has seen the second biggest uh, usage increase on the team behind Alan Crabb. And he's coming off a game where he played 34 minutes and scored 37 DK points against the Warriors. So at 5,300, you know, we would definitely accept that again in tonight's game against uh, Cleveland. That is that is super cheap. I actually didn't even see his price tag on DraftKings. That's and I, I don't know why he's that cheap. Yeah, I, he's been really good for them this year. Yeah. So uh, I have no problems playing him. He's like one of the few guys that they're consistently giving thirty plus minutes to. So, yeah. for the record, though, uh, for a hundred dollars more at the same position on DraftKings, give me Will Barton. Okay, I think that's fair. Damari yeah. Carroll can also play power forward. So. Yeah, that's true. It's it's Will Barton is shooting guard, small forward, and then Carroll is small forward, power forward, which is just great for lineup construction. So yep. I love the mid range. You're gonna there's you're gonna see a lot of uh, really successful mid range lineups on this slate. Agreed. Hey, sports fans! Football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. My bookie is the industry leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. My bookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. My bookie has in game live betting on every major league and event, even esports. There's no better time to join My bookie than today. Go to My bookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. All right, let's move over to power forward. Um, if you're paying up at power forward, who do you like? Um, on FanDuel, it's Ben Simmons for me. Um, I hate his price tag, but he's worth it. Um, given the steals are worth 44 fantasy points over there. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, he's, he's worth it over there. Uh, I don't really have much interest in either one of the New Orleans bigs. Um, it's it's not that I'm worried about the matchup. I just uh, I just think that there's better price point plays on this slate and i think you actually need to find some mid-range to really help balance things out so right i mean obviously they both have an, an incredible amount of upside at any point in time but i, I just don't think i'm going to actively try to get them into my lineup so it's probably gonna be ben simmons um and maybe blake griffin from the top for me um i'm very intrigued by anthony davis at 9600 yeah. you know like anytime i see anthony davis under 10k it's almost like an autoplay for me, but I've already expressed that I'm basically not making a cash game lineup without LeBron yeah. James tomorrow. Yeah, you're not going to have the money for Anthony Davis. So it's not yeah. possible to have both. You know, you're going to yeah. have to make choices. I do think that if you had to tell me, you know, one guy priced 9600 or above who you're guaranteeing will hit 5x value, I might pick Davis. 
Oof. Because the okay. only way he doesn't return value at this salary is if he leaves the game and gets hurt early. Yeah, That's I can really see that. the only way. Like, yeah. he's a lock for 50 points every time he plays if he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. But it, it's crazy because both of them are. And I still, to this point, a month and a half into the season, have no idea how that works. Yeah. I that, really well, don't. The way it, it works is they don't let anybody else on the team touch <laughs> That's the ball. That's true. Hey, man, Drew has actually been playing relatively well, even with Rondo back. Drew has been. I don't know. I mean, I think he's he's definitely. I mean, not that it was in question who was the third of that group, right. but he's really. I mean, he's standout recently, for sure. Um, so yeah, I think those guys they'll be interesting, and I do think they'll have lower ownership than normal in tournaments. The Davis and Cousins, that is. Yeah, that's um, a really good point. They're going to be crazy low owned on this slate. But yeah, like again, um, um, if I can only have one stud, I'm paying for LeBron. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. All right, anybody in the mid-range? Because I, I really was struggling to find like a mid-range play that I liked at the power forward position. I actually really like the mid-range power forward. Um, okay. I'm going to briefly touch on Aaron Gordon just because I like the matchup, and I really like this game. I don't know if you follow my articles at all, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of Aaron Gordon, apparently. Um, I like what he brings for fantasy, and especially in, in the right matchups, and this is a pretty good one. So, um, But... This is just to, to put the cherry on top of the, the Brooklyn plays. I love Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. I think he's Damari Carroll with more upside. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I just I, – I love. we've talked about this game. I love it from a just a pure matchup standpoint. I, I will reiterate that I am scared that this is a blowout game. But Brooklyn tends to let their guys run and fight because they've been doing it all season. So, like, we can probably still – you know, get a hold of 30 minutes regardless of what the score is. So uh, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson does a lot. He's just like Carroll. He rebounds. He defensive stats. He's been scoring a lot more since uh, since Russell went out. Um, I think he's just overall he's a safe play with plenty of upside. But in my opinion, the, the chalk power forward is going to be Derek Favors if you're looking at the mid range. So yeah, Derek Favors has been solid. Um, I will say with with Hollis Jefferson. He's a little pricey for me if Trevor Booker also plays. That's a good point. I mean, Trevor Booker I don't know. though did I... miss practice today, so I think that we definitely could get a situation where he does not play, at which case I'd have no problem paying up for Hollis Jefferson, but every time we think this guy is ready to take the step, the coaching staff insists on giving, you know, 20 minutes to Trevor Booker. Yeah, I I don't really look I think this is their guy. I don't look at Booker, and basically Booker's been playing the center position for them, actually. Right, that's a good um, point. And I, I'm not really, I'm not necessarily worried about Trevor Booker too much. Uh, Hollis Jefferson, I feel like, is one of the guys they want to build into the like long term prospects, you know, of their of their franchise. And I feel like there actually is uh, validity behind that. I think there's a good reason for that. Um, the last time he played Cleveland, he had just under 37 DK points. Uh, which isn't blowing you out of the water by any stretch of the imagination at this price point. But I feel like, I mean, he just put up 40 recently, I believe. So just to have a guy that's basically going to give you a, a baseline of like 25 fantasy points with the upside of 40 or 45, I think at that price point, it's really interesting. But Favors is probably the safer of the two if we're really looking at it. All right. You ready for one of my favorite plays of the day? I want it. John Collins. Whew, my boy. God, he was – I loved him coming out of preseason. That was a monster. Worry about the minutes though, man. No Luke Babbitt, no Mike Muscala. Isn't it crazy that we're even mentioning these names when talking about a DFS play? I, I know, but they matter. Like, Oh, so, they do, for so sure. So far, John Collins really has been playing like mostly backup center. 
Yeah. I think they're going to have no choice but to give him some minutes at power forward. 36 minutes against San Antonio the other night. Right. So this guy is that a, is this that guy an, is like a per minute superstar. Oh, I love him. I think he, he's got is, – is 36 minutes an anomaly because he didn't have more than 25 in the previous game. So 36 might be an anomaly, but like I think 30 is certainly in play. At this point – or at this price point, I'm fine with 30 minutes yeah. for, for Collins. 30 but, minutes for John Collins will lead to, I'm going to say, 30 fantasy points pretty okay. easily. I mean there's going to be a pretty good rebounder on the other side of the ball though. Do you worry about his numbers getting cut down a little bit by DeAndre? No. Okay. I have no, I'm not even going to argue with you. I'm just I would just wanted to throw that out there. Um I mean yes, like the Clippers are a good rebounding team, but it's one of those things where he's so cheap. Yeah, he is cheap. That the minutes he, I think has, are going to be like, Hasn't he been in the 5K range on DraftKings? Yeah, for sure. Or, for sure. Yeah. He's had an up and down season. Yeah. Um, but he's definitely looking like he's on an upswing right now, and I think that the minutes are going to be there. So I mean, he's he's a rookie in a bench role. He's going to have an up and down fantasy season, right. like that. But that's the whole point is projecting when he's going to have an up one. So I, I, I like that call a lot, actually. I do. Yeah, I think there's a lot of really strong value plays on this slate already. So yeah. um, I like John Collins quite a bit. Anybody else as sort of like a value power forward that you're looking at? Um, we actually skipped over him on uh, small forward but we can discuss it now because we're on power forward okay i think wilson chandler is going to play more of the four oh, than yes. Freed is I wanted so to bring I, him up. I truly with all my heart think freed is a trap in this game and i think wilson chandler is the way that i would prefer to go um he's expected to play after missing a with a back injury on monday night um yeah i i we everybody knows mike malone does not really enjoy kenneth freed that much um, and he doesn't like playing them. So I, I just think Fareed is a very scary trap for me. That's going to be very, very popular in my opinion. Um, but I think Wilson Chandler is the guy that you want to own there. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I actually, I still love John Collins, but I might pay the extra 200 for Wilson Chandler. Cause I wouldn't a, disagree it's a better that. matchup and you know, his minutes are like locked in yeah. loaded 35. So. I think Wilson Chandler is probably get price. I mean, obviously there's really expensive options, but Wilson Chandler is one of my favorite plays overall on the slate. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think he's an excellent play. Yeah, I just I just had to get that in there because I saw Kenneth Fareed on my list, and I was like, "That's why did I even put him on there? I don't want to play Kenneth Fareed." And I'm I was with like, you. "Oh hey, <laughs> even if he starts, Kenneth Fareed is like a 20 minute kind of guy, and he's definitely capable of putting up, you know, close to a double double in 20 minutes. Easily. But Easily. I still think that. You know, long term, your better bet is going to be with with Chandler there. Definitely. All right, let's finish it up with centers here. Let's start at the top. I'm playing Joel Embiid. I know, I know that I'm going to have to convince you of him. You're not going to convince me of it, but that's fine. I get it. He's playing 30 minutes a game now. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I've considered him. I've typed his name. I just, I don't know, man. This guy. So over the past month, he's averaging 1.58. Fantasy points per minute on DraftKings. DeMarcus Cousins, 1.57. On a per-minute basis, he's more efficient and effective than DeMarcus Cousins from a fantasy perspective. And now this guy is playing, you know, 30-plus minutes a night. It's a, it's like a tough – it's tough for me not to want to roster him. Yeah, my only – and I'm this is not me arguing the play because I actually think Embiid is a good play. My only issue with it is he's not 8K anymore. Yeah, like you're you're paying for him, and yep. I would just rather have a guy that could play forty minutes. 
I mean, that, I know this is literally the minutes have been like my my argument ever since Joel Embiid became a thing. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, like you're not you're not get if he was still 8K and seeing 30 to 32 minutes a night, you you would I would be bringing him up. I promise you, I would. <laughs> 10 to on Fanduel, nine seven on DraftKings. Yes, yeah. he can hit that value. But like something goes weird and he plays 27 minutes, you're screwed. So I, I you know, I just. That's I'm just not going to jump on the train now. It's it's too late for me. Yeah, you know what? His salary might be up a touch inflated after that, you know, demolition against after, the Lakers. After, yeah, after the Laker game, his price jumped up quite a bit. Maybe his true salary should be more on like the the low 9k range. Yeah, I could see like 8.7 to 9.1 is like that 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 seems like a, a pretty decent range for him. Um, but yeah, I just I, in terms of like just doing the math like you know, if he's going to average 1.5 points per minute and he's going to play, you know, 30 minutes, that's 45 fantasy points right there. So yeah. I don't think it's like an egregious price tag or anything, but maybe there is some room for his price to come down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a relatively decent cash game play, but I just don't know if that price point, if he has, right. I don't want to say if he has that upside because obviously no, I he hear has what you're upside. saying, but yeah, that like I just don't know if the price considered he's worth GPP looks now. Right, especially since a guy like DeMarcus Cousins is only $600 more. Exactly, so, yeah. yeah. I, I hear it, what you're well, saying. For that matter, Anthony Davis is 100 less. Right. Like, you know, like that. that's, you know, every, every day of the week I'm going to play Anthony Davis over him, so. What about your boy Marcus Gasol? Uh, Marcus Gasol is my favorite center play on the slate. Yeah, uh, he's got to be up there I, for sure. Yeah, he's my center GPP play for the article coming out tomorrow. Um, I, I love him. Uh, with no Conley, the usage is just astronomical. We've seen him take – he's gone from like 12 to 14 shots a game to over 20. And, and that's that's the reason why Marcus Gasol has always been frustrating is because he's passive. He's content with being passive on offense. And he doesn't have that option anymore. So he's going to chuck. He's already ripped this team apart twice this year. And if I'm targeting a Grizzly, it's Marcus Gasol tonight. I like Reek. I like Chalmers. But in my lineups, if I'm going to have a Grizzly in this slow, nasty game, it's going to be Mark. And I think the fact that this game has like a 195 total next to it, nobody's going to look at anybody involved. And Mark easily has 50 fantasy point upside. So I just think that he is just one of the best GPP plays on the slate, in my opinion. Yeah, love Gasol. Um, Dallas, in addition to just being a terrible defensive team, I think they're the worst rebounding team in the league. If not, they're in the bottom five for sure. Yeah. So Gasol should definitely have some increased rebound opportunities in this game for sure. So yeah, he's already had. Uh, I think he's my favorite center play of the day. Yeah, against them twice. He's played them twice already this season. He's had 26 and 11 and 25 and 13, and I'm pretty sure Conley played both of those games. So there's some massive, massive upside here. Locking and he's load. at home where he's playing a lot better this season. All right, um, moving down a little bit. Anybody that you're liking at the center position? Um, honestly, after you get past the the really expensive guys, like the the Gasol love area is kind of the lowest I want to go, but Vooch is very interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to bring Vooch up. I think that's yeah. a great play tonight. I think he's the cheapest <laughs> safe guy, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, like, if I'm going for cash game centers, I think Vooch is probably that's my that's my baseline, and I'm going up from there. Okay. Um, there's a couple guys that we'll we'll bring up in a second that are interesting to me, but I think safety wise, unless you want to put favors into that category, which he isn't on FanDuel, yeah, you can play him at center on DraftKings. 
um, I think Favors is kind of the line for me. But uh, yeah, Vooch is in a really good spot in this game. Um, he's been playing really well lately. I mean, he's just he's just a consistent double double lock. You know, he's, he's going to get you fifteen and ten with the upside of thirty and fifteen. So I mean, I, I just think Vooch is one of those guys that I kind of just go to if I need the price point. Yep, and Carl Anthony Towns for all the good things that he does. Terrible, terrible defender. Yeah, horrible. He was dead last last year among centers in defensive real plus minus. Um, just an awful defender at this point in his career. So, uh, didn't Vooch, Eric Favors just rip him apart? Dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, everybody rips him apart. Or no, it was Dwight Howard had. 20 yes, and 20, right. You're right. That's Dwight Howard, another old you know plotter. So, <laughs> so I'm not worried about the matchup. I think Vooch, uh, as long as he stays out of foul trouble, you know should should have his way against uh, Towns in that matchup. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, if we're going real cheap, who do you like? <sighs> well. I'm going to throw this out there just for the revenge, but you know everybody's focused on Bledsoe, but Greg Monroe uh, gets his nice. now, too. Um, I, it's scary as hell. He's nothing but a GPP play, but um, yeah, that's interesting to me because it's also a very good matchup for him against a team that literally is missing Toledovich. Uh, Henson's out. I think, I mean, Thon McCarr is, is very interesting to me. I, I, I'm scared to even say it, but they have nobody. I mean, we're going to have point center and Giannis, but they're they're out of bigs. They're all out. They're all gone. I can't play Fonmaker. I don't think I can either. But like you have you have to have them on your list, right? Like if you're making if you're making fifty lineups, you have them in five. I'm not going to hate that. Yeah, I guess so. He's he can definitely be a low owned play. I mean, how many minutes do you realistically think he can play? I don't think he's had more than twenty. He's had 22.5 in one game. He's had 24 in another game. I mean, if he gets 20 to 25 minutes against Phoenix, I think he could he could hit value. I don't know, man. It's scary as hell. I'm talking myself out of it just saying it. It's, I just wanted to throw the name tough. out there because they have nobody else, man. They have nobody else. And now Phoenix has three legit seven-foot centers. Yep. Like, they, they have to Only play Only one somebody. of them plays defense, but... Well, yeah, exactly. So, you know... <laughs> Thon could, could do some work, so it's just it's a dart throw if you're really looking like if you're trying to play LeBron and Westy or something like that, you right. know, like and you need somebody like that. I think if you're going down that low, he's somebody that I'd have on my list and not be happy about it. Yeah, it makes sense at 3,300 for sure. Yeah, I mean, just a GPP dart throw for a stars and scrubs approach. For GPPs, I really like Willie Cauley Stein. Oh man, he was see. I had this discussion the other day with somebody, and I know he had those two monster games against Portland, but outside of that, he's been really, really terrible. Um, I, I, I worry that the Portland games were just a matchup thing. Do you not? Because he was terrible in his last game. He was bad against Denver. For me, it's more I feel like they're funneling minutes to him now and away from guys like Zach Randolph, Zach Randolph. and Costa Kufis. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to, I wanted to say the same thing because I mean he's interesting. He's we've talked about this before. He's a guy I love. I actually think that he could be a starting center for them at one point in time. But um, I, I just I'm I, I'm I'm worried about him. I don't know what Jaeger's doing up there. Um, I just the 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 Kings scare the hell out of me at this point. Right. But well, that's why it's it a is GPP the matchup play, right? You yeah. Know? yeah. And Denver is a brutal matchup for big men. They're like the best rebounding team in the league, or one of them. The Lakers are an elite matchup. So yeah, if he sure. does get 30 minutes in this game, which I think is possible, he's going to shred them. Yeah. So uh, I really like him 
as a cheaper option for GPPs. Can't trust him in cash games as much as I'd like to be able to. But um, I think, like you said, you basically want to stick with Marcus Soul if possible for your yeah. cash game teams. Quick question. Willie Cauley-Stein or John Collins go? Oof. John Collins. Okay. They're basically the same price is the only reason I was asking yeah, that. And I agree with you. It's a I good agree. heads up for sure. It's yeah. a good heads up. I think Cauley-Stein actually might offer more upside. I completely agree with that. But I think John Collins is the safer of the two if I – I can't believe I'm saying that. Yes, I agree with both of those yeah. sentiments. All right, favorite game stack. What do you got for me? Ooh, favorite game stack. Um, I'm probably going to have to go with uh, Houston-Denver with the way I've been talking today. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I don't think that game has a line yet. Um, they must be waiting <laughs> on some injury news. Yeah, they're probably – I mean, Millsap's out. So, I mean, are they waiting on Wilson Chandler, who's already been ruled probable? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they'll have one up early tomorrow, but yeah. yeah, you can expect that game will be around a 220 point total for sure. And you know, Houston will be just a moderate favorite. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good call. I'm gonna plant my flag with the Brooklyn and Cleveland game. Um, I hope nobody people, saw that coming, Matt. I nobody hope people saw are scared off of the 11 point spread because I will have all the exposure. I'm probably gonna have very little, some, but very little. That's going to be me with the Milwaukee-Phoenix game. Oh, like, man. I'm going to have very little Giannis. I'm going to have very little... Uh, Bledsoe will be the one guy that I have there. So, I'm not, I mean, I, I I can't argue against you. And then the Lakers and Sacramento, that game could be interesting, too, in the late yeah, night half. Yeah, that's a sneaky one. Um, if is it is that sneaky? Yeah, I mean, it's only a 209-point total. So yeah, the Kings I mean, have played Sacramento slow. Play, yeah, they play so slow. I'm not really trying to attack many Lakers in this game, honestly. Right. It'll be mostly on the Kings side. Yeah. Definitely up-tempo for them. <laughs> By a lot. All right, Vince. Um, thanks for podding with me today. Hopefully you guys all have a excellent Thanksgiving. Uh, you can catch Vince on Twitter at WakeWorkWake. And I am Matt LaMarca, at Matt LaMarca. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to On the Daily, the Road of His Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast, powered by Road of His Radio. And special thanks to Randy E. Aguabo for the introduction. Please review the podcast on iTunes under the established Road of His Radio feed. Contact us via email on the daily DFS at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at on the daily DFS. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.